0: Right, I want to start this week's show, um, and I need to let you guys know something. What? We've had a complaint.
1: Yes, this is my favourite. What was it? Well,
0: we put it to the listeners to name themselves, and for the last two episodes, we haven't referred to them as bags. Uh-huh. Um, I can see you on this show. We they're are not... ball bags. <laughs> Well, Well, yes, so... Not only have we not been referring to them as, as chill bags, um, but they named us ball bags, and we haven't been using that title. Um, and there's been quite a serious complaint laid down. Um, what have you got to say about, about it?
2: Um, do you know what? It's funny you said that. I was driving along the other day, minding my own business, and it popped into my head, and I thought, we haven't mentioned that on the last couple of podcasts, have we? Uh-huh. ball bag. B A W B A G. <laughs> ball
1: bag he's ball bag yeah the listeners <laughs> are most definitely chill bags and we are most definitely ball bags um,
2: what would you rather be a left ball bag ball. or a right ball bag
1: <laughs> I don't know I thought there was only one ball bag
2: that the ball sat oh yeah right. one ball bag
1: there's only one <laughs> ball bag isn't there oh god what am I thinking <laughs> oh dear that's brilliant who 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 made this complaint boss um
0: uh, they don't want Name to be no it's uh, it, to... it's too sensitive i can't i can't do it
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that it was it anonymous yes well bollocks i want to know who it was
2: <laughs> come on last time somebody uh somebody messaged you and said to be anonymous about um, being being spanked no, by uh, all our listeners um you you told us
0: <laughs> i can't, can't i can't do it <laughs> just, uh, not allowed anyways how are you guys
2: Go on, Danny. Are oh, you always jumping first? I was giving you the honours there, and you didn't oh, take
1: it. <laughs> to be honest, that's what I was waiting for. I thought, oh, Mike's going to jump in first, so I'll let him have <laughs> it. Let him have it. <clears throat> Go on. How um, are you, Danny? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all, thank you. A um, bit tired from work and stuff, but yeah, and yeah, it's all good.
2: And, and I know you're doing loads of travelling at the moment, because... I'm getting three million messages a day of you going, hell oh, yeah, listen to this one. And then it will be, I don't know, the, the greatest love songs of all kind <laughs> of all time being played in the background yeah. with you singing like a good one.
1: Today was hilarious. It's like the first time I've ever like properly tried to to scream and roar, because host does it. it, it he does so well. And I was like, and I'm giving this yeah. a go. I'm going to try it. And then within 10 minutes, I couldn't speak. My, I literally, right. I, I think I, I literally <laughs> roared my throat out. I, I think for
0: the benefits of the, of the the listeners' benefits, we need to do it. And before you do it, can you not do it directly into your microphone? Because you're going to blow the fucker up. Do it now? No,
1: I can't. Because yeah. that, that'll be it. I won't be able to talk again. Go on, go on. <laughs> Just a little one. I can't, because I, don't, I don't know what I was saying. H- Hoss wants to, doesn't he? Go on, Hoss do it. Come no. on, Hoss. Hanna.
0: Ladies first.
3: <laughs>
1: you, you pair of you, just, you first. You, no, you, no, you put
2: the phone down. No, you first. You hang up.
3: No, you hang up. <laughs> what do you like? Um, Oh, um, just
2: to put yeah. into perspective, right, so right. the listeners can understand the absolute rubbish I have to put up with every day, I was in very, very serious meetings all day today. I come out, and the meetings was in Northampton, which is about an hour and twenty minutes hour and a half from my house. <laughs> I started listening to your messages right <laughs> at, when I left there. And I've still got about four or five to listen to uh, that, that were still <laughs> ready to go when I pulled up on the drive. have <laughs> <laughs> uh, got no chance of talking on their messages. That's why I have to get my own back on you on the podcast.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: should, we play, should we play Hoss's one off the WhatsApp? If you won't do it. <laughs> Which one should we do? <laughs> can you find it? I can just do it if you want
0: me to. It's fine. Go on, go on then. Go on then. And I'll play mine. No, you need to do it live. It's not it's not the same.
1: I can't. I can't do it live.
0: Well, in, inwards or outwards.
3: Outwards, Ooh, right?
2: Do you, do you do inwards ones
1: no, as
3: well. In, inwards is cheating.
2: <laughs> now that oh, just man, sounds that like Danny on a podcast. He's <laughs> got a bit of wind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Inwards is cheating and you know it. <laughs> it is a bit um, Yeah that I'm heavy rock sp-
2: type of singing That's going to be quite hard to, to maintain I'm on the spot Come on. now
1: I don't know what to say
3: um...
2: uh, He's going all shy look
3: <laughs> that's, that's fucking crap
2: that was <laughs> I was doing a better
3: earlier
0: uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, What was
3: that?
1: What is that you?
2: That's oh, his little noises I think we should change the subject. Uh, this
1: is
3: Very dramatically
1: wrong. You know when you you know when you're watching something or listening to something and you just start to cringe? This is this is that moment. Oh, this definitely. is where all the listeners are going, oh, what's happened here? Can
0: I can I just say as well that um I've I've done something again today?
1: Wow. What have you done?
0: So you know the positioning of where I did last week's podcast?
3: Oh
0: um, <laughs> no.
1: Yes. <laughs> Am I going to get pictures this time? Uh, no. Fuck. <laughs> <it>. Never. so <laughs> uh, you,
2: you, you mad thinking that we'd never post that?
0: I, I thought I could <laughs> trust you.
2: <laughs> you can trust us in certain things, but when you send pictures like that, mate, they are going on Facebook.
1: Look, put it this way. You can trust us 100%, completely trust us to, post to embarrass that.
2: you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah if, it's, if it means embarrassing you, yeah, we are doing it. Oh, Danny, Danny, he was like the little ringleader and he was going, Mike, Mike, post it. Go on, you post it. I'll tell him I did it if you post it. <laughs> I was like, I'll just
1: put it on. Yeah. It, was like, it was like when Mike post um, sent us that picture of him holding the mic with no clothes on. He posted it in a WhatsApp group. I was like, mate, that is going straight on Facebook. <laughs> and literally, it, yeah. I mean, I don't think 10 seconds passed and it was up. But there, there's Do one you know
0: There's one thing I've noticed for you, Danny, though. You're mm. all very good at encouraging Mike to embarrass me or, you know, to embarrass Mike. <laughs> but when I wanted to come around yours and pose naked with microphones to Outstage Mike, you weren't interested. <laughs>
3: So what 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 I'm trying to say
0: is that you're all taught no bollocks mate.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I mean <laughs> I think what you know, I didn't really want to admit this on the podcast but I think seeing you in the nerd we would Send me, send me over. <laughs> Turn edge, your knob you know. into a vagina. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. It might go the opposite way. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> but, uh, right. Anyway, let's
2: get. Oh, no, sorry, just I was oh. just talking about that photo. One of the funny, the funny. <laughs> Some of the comments were hilarious. Who was it who said that was an, that was an uncomfortable hard on or something that? <laughs> was that Kevin? I <laughs> said that was an uncomfortable hard on, and, and, uh, yeah, and, and, and then, then Brian just goes, yeah, that was quite an easy one or something <laughs> 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 oh, Some of the comments that you guys put out there are absolutely hilarious. Yeah, Disgusting.
0: Anyways, 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 we need to get on with the topic for tonight. And before we get on <laughs> to it, I am going to say um, from this moment onwards in the podcast, um, I'm going to put down a bit of a trigger warning. So if you are suffering with any mental health issues or you're maybe feeling a little bit low, then it might be a wise idea to maybe turn off, depending on how you feel. Um, yeah. because some of the things well, that we may be talking about might be a little bit much. I don't even know yet. You don't even know how it's going to go, but just a bit no. of a trigger warning. Um, yeah,
2: I mean, I mean, we always say we should talk, and it's good to listen. So, you know, I'd encourage that. But yeah, if you think it might it might affect you in a, in a negative way, then then possibly. Mm-hmm. But we are going to be t- talking a lot tonight, guys, aren't we? About mental health issues and and, and what's been and what's been going yeah. on.
0: And to keep it light hearted, um, I've had a an issue tonight. It's um, it's really
1: got me down in the dumps.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh <no.
1: laughs> I I think can you wait till agony, Danny? Because I know what you're gonna say. Can you can you wait? I really because do. Ours want... go, ours go hand in hand. I do
0: want to talk about it though, mate. But I can I can wait if you promise we can do it later. Yeah, yeah. promised. Yeah, we promised. Right, okay, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, promise. I'll hold it in.
3: Okay. <laughs>
0: so
2: don't, don't laugh. It's serious. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. <laughs> uh. Can I kick off, guys, and, and, and um, you guys um, John P? Well, you're going to over-talk
0: us anyway, aren't you, So Carry on.
2: I am. I am, yeah. Um, just before <laughs> we sort of, like, go into this, I just want everybody to be um, fully aware that um, we're going to talk about... Um, one of our listeners went through um, horrible... Uh, thing last weekend um, we've spoken to him all week but just to let everybody know that he's given us full consent to talk about it we would never do this without anybody's consent um, but he has and he's sort of like if it helps with raising awareness and, 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 and can help with people um, he's more than happy Um for us to to talk about it so um unfortunately last week we received some absolutely devastating news um that one of our um one of our listeners and and a friend of the podcast um uh sean clemens had um had um tried to take his life um And I know Danny, you were sort of like um, helping at the time, Um, put a post up on Facebook, Um, he's suffered for an extremely long time, since he's been 10 years old with um, a a, a schizophrenic illness and um, schizophrenia is a really, really complex issue and a lot of people go, it's like split personality you couldn't become further from the truth yes you can get that but there's a load of other things that that, that, that are more likely to happen you become delusional you, you you see things and hear things that you believe and 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 this was the case with with Sean he heard and saw something um that pushed him to to take his own life and um he wrote a post on Facebook, basically saying sorry to everyone, his friends and family. How much he loved them, um, but couldn't see um, couldn't see a way out, and, and wanted to end it. And, and it's absolutely heartbreaking, you know. When when you know someone, we've all all three of us have spoken to him in the past. You know, he's he's quite active, isn't he? Um, mm-hmm. Inboxing us and, and asking us things, and, and he's a absolutely top top guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Danny, I don't know if you want to explain a little bit more. A, a post went went up um and and there was uh, you know uh, quite a few comments or not there,
1: yeah, um he had as you can imagine um he you know within minutes there were dozens of comments say you know sort of are oh, you're right, you know people um obviously worried about him um and you know just trying to cheer him up in in the moment. Um, unfortunately, um, most of that was too late. Um, I commented on it as well. I said, I said, you know, the obvious dude, you know, what's going on? Talk to me, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then a few minutes later, Steffi, um, his best friend, um, commented on the post, um, saying, you know I'm here. ambulance is called. You know we'll we're, we'll get through this. It'll be it'll be okay. Um, so, naturally and, and went... this,
2: this wasn't a cry for help. Uh, this oh, was. No, this God, was. No, she no. found him. She found him. And um, yeah, if she hadn't, yeah, yeah, he'd yeah he he'd
1: gone through with it. Um yeah. she. I messaged her straight away saying, Steffi, you don't know me, but please keep me in the loop sort of thing and she did she was absolutely brilliant about it um she pretty much updated me on every step of the way hoss you're the same you you know you, you you've spoken to him as well haven't you All yeah. over the weekend.
0: so, so I, I spoke i spoke i spoke to you man obviously a little bit um i, I knew obviously he was talking to yourself and Mike quite a bit so I'd, i backed off i didn't want to overload him and overwhelm him um mm-hmm. but i did i did talk to steph Steff- is it Steffi? Steffi, Steph- yeah, Steffi. Um, I spoke to her. I rang her up. Um, and there's some I was quite concerned with. Um, and I've, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. I've not really spoke about my experiences as much. Um, but about two years ago, my brother tried to take his own life. Um, yeah. And it wasn't for the first time. He's tried multiple times. And watching someone that you love, um you know, say, you know, scream out, stop helping me, and this, that, and the other. And at one stage, I had to restrain him to the bed, and he was getting violent, and it was a bit of an ordeal. Um, it's difficult, especially, um, and I, I will say as well, before I went through this with my brother, I did used to think suicide was quite selfish. Um, I didn't understand, and it's not at all. Um, it's He it, no. it, it was it, I just... He he didn't want to die, but he didn't want to feel like this anymore, and he saw no other way out. He just wanted
2: to stop hurting. Mm. Um, um, yeah. And he was, he was in pain. Um. And, I... and that's usually the case, mate. Uh, people don't... They're not doing it for salvage reasons. They actually believe that the, the world would be a better place without them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. So what,
0: why I was talking to Steffi for um, was, obviously, to make sure that Sean was okay... Um, but also to make sure that she's okay, because I, I understand the, the the head screw up and the trauma that you go through being that person that's there for them. Um, yeah. And going through that with my brother several several times has had a lasting impact on my life and my mental health. Um, mm-hmm. and it's it's scary. It's really scary. Um, you know. So obviously. She was amazing. She was such a good friend, um, yeah. So so supportive, and Sean's very very lucky to have her. Um, you know, she reacted pretty much instantly. She did all the right
2: things. Um, yeah, and it's so, a good job. And, yeah, and, and and can I just say as well? Um, Talking like we've all spoke to him over sort of like the last week, and and it, it, when I spoke to him tonight about sort of like if he's okay with us talking about you know the story and everything, he, he said yeah absolutely, one hundred percent. Um, he really wanted us to sort of like say thank you to everybody on Facebook and his friends that reached out to him, um especially Steffi. Um, you know he said if it wasn't for her we wouldn't be having this conversation now. So he's fully aware of of what she's done. He said I can't thank her enough. She's been like a rock to me. But he also wanted to thank everybody else um, that had had reached out to him um, Mm -hmm. through Facebook. So um, I um, think he feels it's nice to know, you know, he's got all these people, you know, you don't know at the time. And, you know, something like this happened, then all of a sudden you're like, God,
1: I could have lost all these friends, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, um,
0: Sorry, Danny, carry
1: on. I was was just going to say, and also I think... Actually, Sean deserves a thanks, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, because he, at, at every stage, he has said, um, he said it to me, you know, in inbox, you know, after, after he'd come round and after his stabiliser stuff like that, you know, when he was talking to us guys after the weekend, um, he said to me, um, "I love what you do on the podcast." Keep keep it going because I might not be able to talk about my issues, but other people will, and yeah. y- you know, just raising that little bit of awareness that you guys do um, might just save a life somewhere. Um, yeah. which is which is what it's all about. Yeah. Um, and tonight he said the same thing. He said, "Tell my story. Do it, please do it, because yeah. it might help someone else." So. That for me that is fucking commendable. Yeah, absolutely so commendable. All he wants to do is help someone else.
3: That, yeah. that, that that's something as well. Him.
0: So, I was talking to him. I think it was the the day after, obviously it happened. Um, and he was, I was more concerned about him and what we can do for him, and he was more interested in what he can do for us. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. was like, well, firstly, you know, sort yourself out. You know, accept the help. You you need to do it for yourself, and you yeah. need to do it for your friends and family. And secondly, make sure you're ready and you're feeling fucking great for Carpet Fest.
3: Yeah, absolutely. That's,
0: that's two two things you need to do for me. Nothing yeah. else. Those two things. And the only reason why you need to come to Carpet Fest
1: is because I need to buy you a drink. Yeah, it's absolutely. Steffi, Steffi, <clears throat> has told me off though. Ooh. Um, I, I I said I said um. You know, w- w- when I see him, I'm going to buy him a drink or whatever. She said, "She said, don't you dare! You know, um, dr- alcohol is a depressant." I was like, "Okay, orange juice." Yeah, I <laughs> um, said that. I said i will get my <him> i <a> coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but it would but be yeah. it would be
2: great to see him, wouldn't it After
1: that, absolutely, and, uh, like, make absolutely. Sure you Give him a hug and, and whatnot. Oh, but... he's getting he's getting the biggest man hug off me. I don't care if he <laughs> I don't care if he wants it or not. He's getting one. Um, <laughs> But yeah Sean you're an absolute fucking hero for coming through it and just wanting to help someone else after all that shit you know some yeah. people some people might you know expect everybody to sort of dote on them you know yeah. uh, but no he, he all he wants to do is help someone else go so no. go through what he's just gone through
2: Absolutely. So whilst we're on this subject, I just wanted to go through, I have got a little bit of news, and I know we said we're we're doing things a bit different tonight because this is what we want to focus on, but um, a good friend of mine um, has a fantastic couple of things that he does. Um, He's got the first ever radio show um, uh, called, he's just changed it to The Mental Wind Down, um first radio slot on a, on a on any radio station that talks about mental health which i think is absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. um it's a really really good listen um it does put it onto a podcast so you can check it out if um you want to it's called the mental wind down uh, found on most of the po- po- most, podca- pa- most podcasting platforms um He brought a book out, uh, The Mindset Triangle, and the triangle, the three sides of the triangle, he believes if you get those three sides right, which is getting the right amount of sleep, getting the right amount of exercise, and the right amount of healthy food, uh, it will really help with mental health. I've actually got his book. Uh, I went on his radio show and it, and, it, and he gave me a book, and it's absolutely fantastic. Some lovely recipes that are really easy to do. He get, he's got fitness, little fitness plans, um, and talks a lot about it. So so that's a really good book. But what I really want to talk about um, is uh, he's got a little video and um, he's just doing something now to raise um, awareness on mental health, and it's called Pedal to the Premiership. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what he's doing, um, he's going to be riding to every single premiership rugby club in the country, which is a big feat on its, uh, on its own. Um, so I think he's doing on average of just over 100 mile a day um over I think like a week period or whatever. Um he has got so many big names all um joining him. So I'm just going to go through a few if you're rugby fans, okay, Matt Tate, Rob Henderson, Peter Witterbottom, uh, Paul Simpson, Darren Darren Kenney, um, GB Gold medalist, uh, Johnny uh, Leo Leota, uh Natani Talui, uh Ollie Haynes, Sean Perry, Chris Bell um, I think he's just got – oh, no, I better not mention that just in case it's not sorted, but um, some some big, big names. And he does a little video at the start, and he's riding along on his bike, and he says 84 men take their life every week. That's 12 a day, and for every one of those, 20 attempt to, hmm. which is, you know, it's – terrible figures isn't it really when you think about
3: it and it is it's
2: main it's mainly men women have a great ability to be able to talk you know open up um us men we don't we really struggle with it and you know we've got to get over this it's bullshit that we can't we've got to we've got to you know drop this manly man puff your chest out and go do you know what i'm not okay i need some help you know we've got to do that and we've got to get these numbers down so Stu bags fair play teammate he's doing this pedal to the premiership um to to, to cry, try and help you know he was one of those 20 um Stu story he suffered he was ex forces um suffered with mental health when he come out and he 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 split up with his missus his kids lived down south um you know uh and then he, he started to get depression um and last year unfortunately he was in a state where um the police had to stop him they pulled him off a bridge um because he was about to jump and then he had to go through sort of like that you know rehabilitation um mental health rehabilitation um and he's come out the end of it and now he's done a book he's he's uh he's, do, he's got a radio slot and now he's doing this pedal to the Premiership with all these uh, famous rugby players. So, absolute hats off to him.
3: Yeah,
1: that's one of story, dude. Yeah, mm. it is. <clears throat> right. And you say he's. Did you say he's doing it all for cha- charity? It's all for charity.
2: Uh, yeah, charity and awareness. I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure of the charity he's doing it for. If I'm honest with you, I know he just mentions in his video that he's doing it for sort of like awareness. But yeah, um, I'll, I'll, we'll we'll find the link and we'll put that in. Um, yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah.
0: There's one thing I do want to um bring up just before we get the guest on. Mm-hmm. Um, is that I decided to try and run for an Oscar yesterday.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I, we saw that.
0: Yes, and I put a bit of a video up. Um, and I'm not, well, I don't want to go into too much details regarding it, because if you haven't seen this video, I'd, if you can take the time to go and go and watch it, um, there's something that I, I say in there, which is a different perspective on mental health and how to look at it. And it was described to me by a friend quite recently, and I've been thinking about it and kind of like... You know, trying to work it out in my head. and You know what? I think it's a really good way of thinking about it. Um, So if you go on over to our Reptile and Chill Facebook page, and you'll see it's one of the first posts up there. Um, Yeah. And it's it's titled, I want to talk about mental health. I want us to talk about mental health. Um, Mm -hmm. But can I just say for all the people that have, firstly... The kind thoughts about the video and kind words that people have said, but also the amount of people that have come forward, listened to the video, and have already come forward and started talking. Um, yeah. That's exactly why I decided to make an idiot of myself and make the video. Um,
2: I don't think you did, mate. I don't think you made an idiot of well, yourself. I, I could have put, put a bag on my head. Yeah, but then, but then it's not serious, then, is it? It's um, you know, we're talking about something serious here, and and you know, I think you did a fantastic job.
3: Mm-hmm. Also,
2: if you scroll down on the comments, I put uh, at work, I sort of like um, a champion. We call it arrest the stress, um, and it's all about health and well-being. Um, and I put an email out to to the whole business, basically saying, look. You know, it was World Mental Health Week, um, take full advantage of the weather. You know, it's a known fact that vitamin D that you get from the sun has a has a positive effect, you know, and lack of it has a certainly has a negative effect on you. Mm-hmm. Check on your friends and family and your work colleagues, ask them how they are, go for a cup of tea, all the things, you know, that are really easy to do. Um and then it just sort of like it mentions about the signs to look out for. Um you know, certain certain things uh, increase lateness. Um, you know, is somebody not looking how they usually do? Are they dress in sort of like as though they're not taking any pride in themselves when they usually do. Um, there's a load of little things on there just to have a look, and uh, it might it might. You know, think you might start reading it and go, God, that's like so and so at the moment. You know, then you can go and ask them, Are "You all right, mate? Do you want to come for a cup of tea and have a little mm-hmm. chat?" And and you know, you could even, you know, you start the conversation with what football team you support or what 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 reptile collection have you got? And that conversation, you ask the easy questions first, and then you sort of like can delve into. Asking them a little bit more about, you know, how's things at home? Are you having any troubles? Are you, you know, you don't see yourself at the moment. Is there anything you want to talk about? You know, Absolutely. can I help? You know, there's a, there's a, there's so many different um, there's so many different uh, sort of like ways to get help. Um, the one I put on here um, is Stuart. I spoke about earlier. His friend has set up a, it's a, it's a um, an app on your phone, and it's called Hub of Hope. Now, wherever you are in the world, you can click on that and it will tell you all the support networks you've got locally. There's also another button where you can talk to somebody straight away. So you press that button and you will go to a trained um, mental health counsellor who will be able to talk to you about your problems fully in, fully in, in, in full confidence. So that would be you know to anybody that he's suffering um plus there's loads of other organizations papyrus uh, mind um and, and, and the samaritans there's a there's a load uh, out there that that will help you uh and you can just ring them up and and get that help straight away
0: yeah definitely <clears throat> right then shall we is, he's already getting a bit heavy already isn't it he's he did, know what?
2: Yeah. It, is, it is going to be one of them heavy ones um, now I, I know our guest will come on um, and it, we'll probably get into some sort of like heavy discussions but he's certainly going to enlighten the mood when he comes on because you know what he's like he's absolutely <laughs> romantic, isn't he? <laughs> he, need, he needs
1: to yeah <laughs> absolutely Yeah. <clears throat> right then.
0: I'll get him on I'll ring 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 and, and Danny it's international tone please today Oh, okay. And I will say that once he comes on I am going to mute my microphone I need to go downstairs and sort some out My parents are literally going to come back um, If I don't do this then we're going to have barking dogs all the way through the podcast Ah so. oh, the joys of <laughs> giving me your parents yeah. <laughs> And I uh, well, ring <laughs> him in their Come on, come on ring Ringtone Oh
1: I don't know, uh, is that it? <laughs>
4: What's up, dude? he is. So much for a fucking ten minutes headshot.
3: <laughs> um, you had a oh. ten
4: minutes head
1: up an hour ago. Ah,
4: uh, blow me.
1: <laughs> later, later. <laughs> Kevin, how you doing, pal? Ah, uh,
4: not too bad, not too bad. How are you guys?
2: Yeah, we're we're all okay. Um we had a bit of a shit start to the week and, and whatnot, but I think we're all in a good place um now. Um we've just had sort of like half an hour, forty minutes of, of quite um quite a deep um sort of like start to the podcast. I said you'll come on and cheer everybody up as you always do. Um but I know we're gonna be talking about some other stuff um relative to what we've just been talking about a bit a little bit later on. So um yeah, I, think, it I it?
1: think it's I think it's good b- before you delve into the serious stuff Kev can we just take the piss out of that ponytail on your chin
4: Ah <laughs> 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 uh, that, that's old age gravity taking its toll <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: How long have you been growing your beard for Kev
4: uh, About 2 years now never stopped yeah. trimming it
2: Yeah I mean, obviously, I'm in the bearded villains. You get some guys, and in a year, their beard's like a foot long. (laughs) How the hell have you done that? Uh, There's one guy called Luke, and and his beard is just, it's the longest beard I've ever seen, but it's just, it's just, it's all about your genes, isn't it? Yeah, it it
4: is, it is. I don't shit about it, besides, feed myself, and it grows.
1: <laughs> so Phelps, if if you shaved your beard off now, yeah, us say for instance it's six foot, it's six inches long now, yeah, how long would it take you to get it to that six inches again?
2: Um, probably a uh, I would say. I mean, I've been, I've had a beard now for about two and a half years. Um, it was a lot longer than this, if I'm honest with you. Um, but I ended up going for a sort of like a bit of a major trim, which I regret now. Um and I'm growing it back out, so i've had, I've had a couple of decent trims over that period, so I reckon it would probably be I don't know yeah, I reckon I'd have a 12 inch beard now if I'd have carried on two and a half years what touch. if you,
1: if you'd have just kept going yeah honestly
2: yeah and and do you know what like I, th- I some... think
1: mine would be down to my knees and that is genu- yeah that's genuine. I trim my beard every single week. I can't oh, let it wow. grow because it, it grows phenomenally quick. My hair my well, hair's the same. Everything. Then then what if you could, why wouldn't you? Because it's gets in the way, it's messy, it looks scruffy. It's too <laughs> you much You just plat it like Kevin does. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a major douchebag like
4: Kevin. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
4: <laughs> Um, no, we've, like, we've... like we discussed uh, at uh, the the what, what was it the last live show? The that live show, on. yeah. yeah. Uh, you say I look like a major douchebag. I I dropped the first she bomb, calling myself a major cunt on there.
3: <laughs> yeah, we can't. We can't I mean, come to come
4: on, you, you, we're, we're gonna have to. Up you're the game underselling more. me here, calling me a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, in in traditional fashion, mate, and I know you you come on the live show. Um, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself, Kev? Where you're from? Um, what what reptiles you've kept um, in the past, and and what you're keeping at the moment?
4: What reptiles I've kept in the past? Uh, what, well, what haven't first... I kept? Uh, to be fair. Like most yeah, yeah. people, st- started out with some colubrids, corn snakes, uh, rufous beaked, uh, several garter species, quite a few king snake, milk snake species, uh, just the basic stuff that most people start with and some rarer stuff. Uh, really quickly went on to the more, uh, less commonly kept colubrid species. Sadly, only available back then, wild caught.
2: Yeah, and what uh, would I be, Kevin?
4: Uh, I've had some Rufus Beaked. Uh, that, uh, that was one of my favorite species back then to keep, and I'm talking about nearly 15 years ago. I never heard of anyone uh, being able to breed them. All I ever heard about was wild caught and I actually managed to get three clutches out of them at 16 years old uh, myself. Wow. Uh,
2: That's a big
4: pat on the
2: back for that though, mate, especially while
3: caught.
4: The the thing is, uh, breeding snakes, um, especially stuff like that, there are people going crazy about, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna try this. I never bothered with that, I just uh, kept them together, tried uh, to replicate uh, the environment they from, and they did the rest. So I don't really see it as a pet on my back.
2: Well, I, I think you've got to take a little bit of credit. You obviously got that um, the environment there just right that that, that was happy to um, to breed.
1: Yes, I, I see it. I see it as uh, if if you got all the parameters, pretty spot on. Um, you know, then you, then you should be
4: you should be fairly successful um, well yeah, so they, no, they, no, they you, were put you, on this
2: to breed, wasn't they,
1: we all were
4: yeah, but if, e- if you, e- you even know, if without you the, the parameters exactly spot on, I think a lot of stuff breeds a lot easier than people uh, make it uh, sound like
2: yeah I mean I would put Hoss in any environment regardless of the parameters and he would breed <laughs> <didn't I? laughs>
4: You know what? Uh, at least he'd try and get shut down right. can, can, I,
0: can i just explain the reason why as well actually i'm not going to explain i'm just going to do this
2: oh he's got beer
0: i said i wasn't drinking i
2: lied <sighs> do you know what i am not how i haven't had a drop
1: lie <laughs> that's how he gets laid that's that's <laughs> it. That's, that's the correlation. He gets laid because he lies. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I've
3: got. Yeah. Good... Imagine,
4: imagine the look of surpri- uh, surprise and utter disappointment on the faces when he takes his pants off. Catfish. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: they, they get ever, ever so weirded out know, when they find out that I've got some crazy Dutch bloke's name tattooed to my
3: cock. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs>
2: did I say that out
1: loud?
3: You did. Yes, right. So what, what does
1: it? What does it say? What does it say, Kevin, when it's smaller than Van no. Steenis when it's when it's hard? <laughs> no, it just says twat. No,
2: <laughs> it says K when it's uh, when it's soft, and it says KVS when it's hard. <laughs>
0: it's
1: only worth two letters.
0: <laughs> yeah, look, it increases by two inches. That's enough.
4: So <laughs> you go from four, four a full to two, three and a half inches. <laughs> a <Atta> boy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh gosh we're only like five minutes in and it's already turned to smoke
4: <laughs> uh, imagine uh. if you lost about 50 pounds another full inch would come out
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
2: and, 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 and do you know what i know we're just going off track a little bit now but you dutch people you don't mind talking about sex whatsoever do you i remember being in a you uh. know we was on holiday uh, at the bar and it was a pack bar, and there was a Dutch couple, and she, she was like long blonde hair, typical, stereotypical, gorgeous, like Dutch woman. And you know, he was sort of like quite muscly and tanned. And, and he was going, Oh, yes, it's so hot with no air conditioning. We're having sex all day long, like really loud. <laughs> and the sweat is <laughs> pouring off me, and the sweat is pouring off her. And I'm going, All right, mate, calm down. There's <laughs> about 50 people in this <laughs> bar, they don't want to hear about your sex life. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: uh, it's it's not just sex over here. Uh, we're direct and very open about everything.
2: Yeah, do you know what though? That's not a bad thing, is it?
4: No. I don't think it is, but it gets misinterpreted as rude quite a few times uh, when abroad.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: <clears throat> are that, are, I
0: sp- think it's rude um, I think sometimes these days people just get upset when they hear the truth
3: oh yeah yes
2: they don't want to hear it do they yeah, they don't, don't want to they don't want to believe it either
0: I, I don't think you've ever come across as rude you've come across like a total asshole before but never rude <laughs>
4: <laughs> why, why do you keep on shelling me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, I was gonna say
1: I was gonna say totally with well-made. a capital
4: C dude. With a capital C <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
2: So you you was you started to tell us about sort of like when you was younger, you was sixteen years old, um, you know, you start to breed some of these rare colubrids, um and then did you say that your collection grew quite quickly then, Kevin?
4: I basically went from finally being allowed my first pet snake at, I believe, 11 years old to about 50, 60 colubrids in two years.
2: So, so just like normal, you're always taking the piss. <laughs> yeah,
4: basically.
2: Yeah. Even with your parents, yeah, you
4: can have a snake. Like my, yeah. m- my mom finally was like, oh, no, 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 I, uh, I I went there and there, and this guy had some baby corn snakes, and they were really cute. Yeah, you can have one of those. I was like, yeah, but, but mom, uh, if I keep one by itself, it will get lonely. <laughs> I need to get two. In two separate fish, but that's a different story. I need to get two. <laughs> yeah, sure. Two years later, there were like fifty or sixty calibre.
2: Wow, that's like a full-time job. Where's he gone?
1: Oh, oh I hope he, great! I hope he drops off. Not yeah. again. Not this. Oh, that's a that's gotta be a fiver. Fiver. Wow, yeah. What's it's it got? euros? Be. That's it. I'm I'm actually gonna put I'm actually gonna put that on the um on the inbox thread that is an official fiver
2: Kevin if you log if you if you put put come off and then come back into the chat mate you'll uh, yeah hang up and dial back in if you can hear come us up, yeah hang cu- up and...
0: current exchange rate that's 5 euros and 66
1: cent <sighs> is that all yeah Right. He, I don't know if he can hear us so let me just message him real quick yeah so
0: <laughs> you know what I want to risk this whilst he you he can't hear us he's gone off anyway don't you think he looks stupid
1: with that ponytail on his chin? Uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> Do it he's well, not here, you big pansy! What's <laughs> wrong with you?
0: Lord of the Ring,
2: hordor looking fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> no need to talk to our guests like that. At I'm all. not
0: talking to him like that. He's not
4: here.
1: He is. <laughs> he can, he, I hope he can hear.
4: I was going to say, I, c- I come. I literally come back into can't talk to him like that because she's not
3: here. <laughs> what, what did I
4: miss
2: this time? <laughs> you left have to listen, mate. you left have to listen and find out. Uh,
1: um, that, is, that is... He's again, isn't he? He, he is. Bit, he was, mate. yeah, absolutely. That is... We sorted him out, though. That is officially a fiver, Kevin. No, it's know. not.
0: No, 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 it's not a fiver.
1: It's 5 euros It's
2: €5.66. €5.66. 66,
1: five euros 66
4: five
2: Straight yeah, to
1: mental health occasion,
3: please. Thank you. Same <laughs> difference.
2: You Dutch people have always got plenty of money in your pocket anyway. one. <laughs> wow. It was a, an old lorry driver said to me when I used to work on the exhibitions. He says, if ever you're stuck abroad, go and find a Dutchman. They, they can all speak English and they've always got a few quid in the pocket.
1: <laughs> I'm remembering that when he's at Carpet
4: Fest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry. First, sorry, second and third round is remember on Kevin?
4: that when I'm at Carpet Fest, I'm leaving all my money at home at Carpet Fest. I, I'm <laughs> gonna let you guys uh, treat me for the abuse <laughs> i <I'm> been getting <laughs> for ages from from the three of you. Hey, look, look,
0: I'm not being funny, but the amount of abuse you've gave the reptile community over the last twelve months alone. You know what I mean, Mike. Come on, give a bit.
1: Yeah, you have got you, a point. You, you owe us okay, this. Huss. You owe us this,
4: definitely. Uh, I, I only abuse people who deserve it. That's why Hush always fucked with me. <laughs> you broke. You, you
1: even broke the Steve bomb wall on our podcast. Yeah, you so did. I yeah. think you owe us that first round at least.
3: <laughs> I, I I
4: don't. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> uh, so, you clearly need to le- learn a lot about the Dutch. <laughs>
1: I'm 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 stealing his pants off him. Oh, they've got to be worth a quid. It got to be.
3: <laughs>
1: people people like people like dirty pants these days, don't they? They pay good money for oh, that shit. Can, Wrong sex, there, mate.
0: Can you do me a, m- a massive favour? You know when you come over for Carpet Fest? Can we get some clogs for Danny?
2: <laughs>
4: oh,
2: <yes>. proper traditional
0: clubs <laughs>
4: yeah like proper ones yeah you want proper wooden ones or the the proper the, wooden the, ones the, the, which, the, which which The, whichever the little bitch version the fluffy ones
0: now
1: whichever
4: nah, one's going to hurt him <laughs> no yeah,
1: get,
0: the me, proper
4: get me get wooden ones
1: nah get me get me the, the normal ones not the not the wooden ones get uh, me the fluffy ones or whatever no. i will wear them i wear them for the whole day do you know what? As well, Danny, when the you
2: deal. go back to Norfolk, they'll think this is sort of like the new, the new shoe that's just come out, won't they? Because they're so far behind, it'll be like, "Yeah, oh, what's this?" And like, I told you, they'll all be saying, "They'll all
1: be saying, what's up' with their clogs." On. I told you I'm a trendsetter. <laughs> all I've got to do is wear it <laughs> once, and that's it. It will kick off around the whole country. You watch. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's
2: just let's, let's get back back on work.
1: track a little bit.
2: Um... <laughs> We we spoke about sort of like your, your collection. It, obviously, it got the oh, sound of it seriously big. You know, seriously uh, in a short space of time. Um, no pun intended. All depth. the innuendos
1: are brilliant. <laughs> I know. <yeah. laughs>
2: um, so so, where did you go from there then? Because obviously, you, you you wasn't quite happy with Calubrids, um, and your collection changed again. Didn't it?
4: I went from Colubrids to several Boa species, Uh, the Imperators, the Constrictor Constrictors, I've had Occidentalis, Um, I've had Brazilian Rainbows back then, uh, the Argentine Rainbows. Um, At the same time, I've, Kept uh, royals. Um, quickly went on to woma pythons. Uh, kept uh, blackhead pythons over the years. Uh,
2: something that I would love it to get into as well. Items. I've never, I've never had womas um, I've, and I've never had blackheads, but uh, something I'd like to well, get into.
4: I, I actually prefer the womas. Uh, mm, they're lovely. They're a a bit more active, a bit more curious in my experience. Yeah. <laughs> meant to be quite I've nice to you, quite nice
2: temperament-wise as well, aren't they? The wellness.
4: Yeah, they're, they're not too bad, they're not too bad. Uh, some of them will be a little bit finicky and try and make you bleed out, but most of them are okay. At least the ones I've uh, encountered. Yeah. Kept them for a few years, uh, sold them, uh mainly focused on reticulated pythons for quite a few years, grew that collection way too big uh, before everybody and their sister started breeding, I sold most of them off, got back into some smaller species like womas again, uh, actually red womas then, and uh, kept some venomous uh, stuff as well uh, around that time. About three years ago, I started keeping venomous myself. I've worked with venomous snakes for the yeah. past 14, 15 years.
2: So, what what do you actually do, Kevin? Just so the <laughs> listeners are aware. Apart from as annoying everybody day- on Facebook.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's my day job, dude. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> don't, don't quit it. <laughs> Please.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually, uh, since the beginning of this year, I started my own company in uh, the online sales of Fishing Tackle, okay. and for the past 16, 17, 18 years, I've worked in uh, the. We rent out inflatables, uh, do company openings, organize outdoor activities, team building activities, all okay. that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you said there where you you, you was used to handling uh, venomous um, before you started keeping. I thought I heard you say, and I didn't yeah. know if that was through. Yeah, and and ha- and what was that through?
4: Um. Just different people in the hobby. Uh, When I just started out at 11, 12 years years old, I I used to ride uh, my bike for 45 minutes, an hour, just to go to a more experienced keeper to uh, help him clean, uh, learn of him, and stuff like that. How you learned back in the day, before Facebook, and million and one faulty care sheets online, and you name it. And you just network, and at one point you, I got to people who also kept Venomous and uh, showed an interest, uh, got my first acquaintance with uh, some Aatrox back then, because nearly everybody who keeps Venomous started with, or at least kept Aatrox at some point.
3: Right, okay. I'm one of and is that what you like started with?
4: Method. No. Nope, I'm one of the few who probably never kept Aatrox uh, himself, and uh, I've had a, cu- a couple of questionable friends, let's keep it at that, that at 16, 17 years old, they were like, uh, dude, uh, can you look after my uh, snake collection a while while go uh, away on holiday for three weeks? I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. And they f- them forgetting to tell me they bought either some Rattlers or there's some Cobras <laughs> in there. <and laughs> I've had a little bit of experience before that time, but I just get tossed into the deep end and was like, okay, but 16, 17 years old, full of testosterone, you're Absolutely. like, yeah, I can do, I this. Can do this. And. It's a miracle that I never got bitten by, back then. But
2: is it I I actually, more frightening now when you look back? Now you know when what you I know now, back, and you go shit.
4: I'm, <laughs> I'm basically scared shitless for younger me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What I dove into fully unprepared. <laughs> but Why? I must say, if you get tossed into the deep end like that, you learn really quick, uh, really fast. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: So, so after you sort of like started to look, was that, was that where you thought, you know what, I really enjoy this and, and I, I want to go down the venomous route?
4: I've always uh, thought of them as fascinating and some people put them on a pedestal. And to be fair, um, even back then I realized they're boring to keep because your interaction with them is minimum.
2: Yeah, and it should be boring, shouldn't it? All the top Venomous Keepers, they said it should be as boring as you could possibly get it because the least interaction you're having with them, the less chance you've got being beat.
4: Exactly, and if you're uh, actually a good handler, you make even the handling look boring. All the pictures you see online uh, with cobras hooding up, uh, rattlesnakes in a trap pose, just yeah. striking at everything that's usually a snake that gets antagonized just for the photo
2: yeah or, or just it, for the camera yeah absolutely. Yeah,
4: it, yeah. it 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 basically dots my head in because if you're um, keeping them properly uh, a good venomous keeper a good handler will make it look boring as hell and easy as hell and that's the only downside because they make it look easy, because the snake doesn't strike, uh, spitting cobras, they don't spit, um, and you name it, but the few times you need to handle them, it must, lo- it must basically look easy as can be to others. Uh, yeah. The moment people start uh, making a show out of it, like, oh, look at me, look at me, and the snake striking everywhere, or whatever, uh, that's the point that, personally, I'm actually thinking, like, you need to stop this, them. You're yeah. either uh, putting on a show for likes and uh, to compensate for a lack of something, uh, be it an yeah. ego, uh, be it bold. And whatever a
2: of, yeah there's a lot of people yeah. in the world like that with all kinds of things you know people who have yeah. you know a certain breed of dog not because they love that breed just because of what it will make you know just just for that you know the look and everything it's exactly the same you know and i'm not saying there's some absolutely fantastic keepers who have the giant breed snakes but there's i know there's so many people out there that just have them to show off to their friends look at the size of this snake and it's nothing yeah. to do with anything else And I suppose it's exactly the same, yeah, in the venomous Uh, side of the hobby.
4: Showing off to friends, showing off to strangers on the internet, uh, just showing off uh, in general, making themselves look bigger and tougher than they are. Yeah. And uh, after the last live show you guys called me in on, uh, I actually posted... some footage of some of my paw on uh, the Rep- uh, Reptile and Chill group and that's yeah. probably the first time in about a year I actually made a post with one of uh, my venomous animals because wow. I don't have them to show off uh, most people know I keep venomous but you have rarely anybody help. knows exactly what I have let alone you'll never see, uh, basically never see them all groups because I keep them for myself, for my own pleasure and not to show off, uh, not to uh, make myself look big and hard or whatever what. And I'm actually one of the few guys uh, that I see constantly tell people, don't keep venomous, it's not worth the risk, while keeping them myself.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a friend of mine, um, and he had quite a large venomous collection, um, but I know his mambas, he he used to have sort of like a hide that was screwed to the side of the Viv, and he, when he was cleaning them out, all he would do is just push a sort of like a lever, and it would just close the front of it up, so he didn't even have to have any interaction. He said, the only thing I have to worry about is if there's a shed fang in the, in yep. the, in the, in the Viv, that's the only thing, because I don't have any interaction with them whatsoever.
4: That's a thing with uh, most leopards. Uh, is th- that's a safe way to work with them, be it a hide box on the outside or the inside. A uh, friend of mine, uh, he used to be quite active on uh, Facebook under the name Game of uh, Game of Cobras. You guys yeah. probably remember him. And uh, he had, back then, he had seven or eight big adult king cobras. Um, They got handled, but there was no need to handle them because every one of them had a hide box in their enclosure, which basically was their hide. All he he had to do when doing maintenance was wait till they go into the hide box, open the window a bit, uh, put a hook in, close the door for the hide box, and the snakes contained. Mm -hmm. And that's basically, in my eyes, the safest way to work with most leopards. Yeah. But
2: are. some of them are so quick, aren't they? <laughs> it's uh, right yeah,
3: quick sh- and, uh,
4: some of them are uh, well most of them are. And yeah. uh I think people instantly think with their leopards, so with the cobras, the mambas and all that kind of stuff, that they're lightning fast, and uh, most Mamba species are teleporters. That's the only way to describe them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: absolutely. Yeah, but and they don't, they don't back down either.
4: That's the
2: whole no, body will come no. flying across the the, the, the tank. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But then there's the other side of things where you've got sort of like you know your rattlesnakes and your puff adders that you know you you can be drawn into a false sense of security with them as well because yeah, you're like exactly. oh look there's a tail, but they strike on them. I mean you that, don't that's even where see where I want you? to
4: go. The, yeah. um, most people think the leopards are crazy fast and they are, uh, but mm-hmm. that's basically just movement <clears> and many leopards uh, bluff. They'll strike mm-hmm. at you with their mouths closed just because they feel cornered, trying to get you to back down so they have an escape route. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of the viper species, they'll, exactly like you said, they'll draw you in with a false sense of security and within the blink of an eye, they'll have moved their entire body length and with something like uh, a header or a medium-sized kaboon. That's a four-foot radius. You need to stay clear of them because they'll strike yeah. their entire body length and mm. literally throw themselves off the floor trying to get you.
0: Yeah, they're like mm. pocket rockets. They just go. Uh,
4: my female Gaboon, for instance, uh, she she was only tiny back then, I think she was. About a foot and a half, maybe co- uh, closing in or two foot. Uh, had her double-hooked moving her back into the fifth uh, from uh, a container she was in while uh, cleaning out uh, her enclosure so moved her to the fifth and couldn't see a thing about her and before I even noticed she started to end up she struck uh, backwards at me but because Mm -hmm. she was about a foot off the floor she made a full backflip tried to nail me in that backflip landed (laughs) on her belly Facing the fifth, I was moving her towards, watch. she just cuddled off in that little caterpillar walk they, they do. <laughs> All this took a fraction of a second, and I just yeah. stood there looking at her like, What the hell did she just do? before bursting yeah. out into laughter, <laughs> hooking her again, and putting her in the fifth.
2: Why? Yeah, oh, it is, in, is incredible.
4: So, yeah, you,
2: you, sorry, Kevin. I'm just going to go back a little bit where you said, you know, about sort of like what everybody else kept um, uh, as a starter. What did you actually start off with in the um, in the venomous? Uh,
4: well, you've got to remember on this part that by that time I had about uh, ten years on and off experience uh, working with. Uh, Many species uh, in the boater leopards and uh, the vipers. Yeah. Um, I started with, uh, for keeping myself with something I'll, i never recommend anybody to start with. And those were puff Feathers because, well, you guys know, because we talked about that last time uh, on the live show. Yeah. Um, they're one of my favorite species, uh, especially, uh, in the venomous uh, world, but they're not a good starter snake.
2: But but there's a different in a start to say, Kevin. You know, this isn't this isn't. You're not one of these people who've just done a, a venomous handling yeah. course and then gone out and got you know got your DWA and then and then going for a sort of like a, oh, sorry, you don't need one over there, do you? But then I going was going to say what, like
4: what DWA? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you've had like you say you had a long time. You know, a lot of experience. You know, up to ten years experience working with um you know venomous animals so so you know it's a little bit different if you do it that way you know that's probably the best yeah, way to do it
4: isn't it i i've worked with some of the largest collections of venomous snakes uh, back then in europe uh, different uh different collections uh, picked up a lot of pointers from from different people who were doing that for 20 30 40 years even and wow at that point, you're just like, yeah, no, I quite know what I'm doing.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and that's the um, big difference, that is.
4: That, that, that's the big difference, and I see a lot of people uh, wanting to steer towards the keeping of venomous snakes, and everybody uh, idolizes uh, several species, like the Gaboons, uh, most yeah. overrated species of Hots there is to keep
2: Mm-hmm. you not the first animals. person to say that.
4: Not yeah, the first person
1: st- to say that.
4: They're stunning animals, don't get me wrong, if you get the right individual. Most of them, I feel, are a bit bland, a uh, little contrast, dull colors, uh, you name it. But if you get that one in a thousand individual that you'll see pictures of posted constantly, you have an absolutely stunning snake. But it does Fuck all <laughs> you, you literally need to poke them to move.
2: Yeah. But but that's but that's what the that that's what they're all about. They don't move in the wild, yeah. do they? They're an ambush predator. Exactly. They will lie there for days or weeks for waiting for a prey item to come along, and then it's lightning fast, bang done, and then they'll go and find another spot and lie there again and not move.
4: Exactly. And but uh when they move they move. You usually don't show it <laughs> she's coming, and boy, do they move.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Did you, did you find they're more active at night time?
4: Um, the Gaboons. Mm. They're never active.
1: Neb- like, literally <laughs> never. They don't move all day, all until, night. Just, until there's food. Yeah. Um, because I mean that's my, my saving grace. That's my saving grace with the GTPs. Oh, they don't move. Well, they f- they do at night. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, night. with the
4: Gaboons, um, I've <laughs> literally went on holiday for three weeks with a Gaboon viper laying in a f- very easy to recognize spot,
3: uh-huh.
4: and I came back three weeks later and Still looked there. at it, and I was and I, and I was thinking, you made a dash towards the door, didn't you? You moved a full inch. <laughs> <Wow>. oh,
3: brilliant. <laughs> brilliant!
4: they are so lovely snakes that, um, and this is something that is just a metaphor before anybody takes this serious. You could actually leave their enclosure open, go on holiday for a week, come back, and be like, you tried to dart off, didn't you? I think you move <laughs> half an inch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. Brilliant. brilliant. So you've, There's you've only
4: one species that I ever worked with that moves less and that's the Weckler's Viper or the Temple Viper.
3: Uh-huh.
4: Yeah. They, they and, don't move at all. <laughs> that's basically the most free-handled snake in the world as well. Yeah. Uh, the oh, oh, they're one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, the parts of Asia where they live. uh They inhabit many temples because uh, food offerings get uh, put put out, so a lot of rodents come come there. And just a lot of food for them. And Mm. the locals, they pick them up. They don't defang them. They don't make venomous out of them. They're fully intact. And they just get put around tourists' necks for pictures. Wow. Oh, that's they kind
2: of stunning, looking aren't they? One of my favourites. <laughs>
4: amazingly uh, beautiful, but mm. um, they move so little. You basically need to uh, bring the water to them because they won't go to water to drink.
2: Honestly, why? Wow. Bloody hell! Incredible. Um, did you so, say?
1: Did you say you? Um, did you say you kept mamvas as well?
4: No. Never kept mambas myself. Well, I kept a pair of westerns for exactly 36 hours. I picked them up for a friend of mine, uh, and uh, they spent the night at mine because I brought them back from the UK over here,
3: mm-hmm. and
4: they spent the night at mine. And day after, I brought them to my mate. So I can say I've kept them for 36 hours. <laughs> I will because that female is one of the best looking bombash I've ever seen. That's one of the few pictures of venomous snakes that I post quite often. That's
3: is that teal round grey.
4: no no
1: it's well sorry. Um, not, not again. Oh, another another five pound. He's, He's gone yes. again. What's what's that? So what's that? 11,
2: euros, pounds. Eleven pounds twenty cents. Eleven euros twenty cents. <laughs> Need to drop off and come back on again, Kev.
0: He's
1: gone. 11.32, he's going to cost so much. Oh, I could listen listen to him all night, to be fair. Yeah,
2: I could, yeah.
1: Not that I'm going to, because I'm going to tell him to (laughs) piss off at some point.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with this chat, guys? I've got full internet here, and I can hear everything you guys are saying.
0: What it is right it's because you're a lovely don charitable person and you just want to donate more money to Mental Health UK. <laughs> yeah, come on
1: just admit it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh.
4: Uh-huh. 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 And I've got a big red uh, the-, the last the last time I was involved in raising money for a mental health charity, it actually was a mental health charity in the UK as well. We raised uh, seven grand total, of which three and a half went to uh, Mind Mental Health. Mind, in the yeah, UK.
2: yeah. Uh-huh. great, great charity. Oh,
1: brilliant! That's
2: fantastic. What was, what,
1: what was that? What was that doing, Kevin? Uh, what did you do for it?
4: Uh, what we did that was uh about how long ago is that now, three and a half years ago, that uh a close friend of mine decided to leave this world for the next
3: mm-hmm,
4: and yeah. uh in his honor and uh at has at his last wishes uh his uh, snake collection got auctioned off and uh, quite a few other bits and pieces got done to raise money and all the money raised, uh, half of it went to the trust fund that his son will receive at 18 years old and the other half went uh, to Mind uh, Mental Health.
2: Spot right. on. That's brilliant, right? and and it's 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 well we we know we, we did say at the start of the podcast that you know bring a guest on and and we'd have some fun but then we'd probably get a little bit deep and and i hope you don't mind us asking a few questions because i know you was really qu uh, you was really close to this guy um, he was a big character in the in the hobby um I'd never got to to meet him or speak to him because I wasn't that active on on social media but i know both uh, danny and and hoss um, uh, knew the guy do you want you want to talk a little bit about him
4: and what he was about. Uh, that's, uh, ne- uh, that's never a problem uh, to talk about him. He was uh, more than vocal himself to be quite well known, and uh, well, mo- most that be- the, that were around uh, uh, at that time probably will realize we're talking about Anthony here. Yeah, and. Um, he was quite a character. He was uh, big into his reticulate pythons. He started uh, the group Reticulate pythons worldwide that I ran together with him back then. And yeah. I basically inherited and uh, I'm still the owner of Nowadays, which is the second-largest retic group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And um, the last year and a half, two years or something, uh, when he was still with us, he uh, admined RFUK as well, uh, Mm -hmm. raising quite some hell on there with their no cursing rule, uh, family-friendly group and all that. He managed to um, tell people off for Posting, uh, posting a picture with uh, semi nudity or whatever it was uh that it was and like ten minutes later post a picture of himself where the Stop. big retic he, he he was holding was uh he'd drawn a big penis over it like he was wrangling a a fifteen sixteen foot dick <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's the kind of hell he liked to raise, and that's yeah. why he was quite a big character in uh, the UK reptile scene, uh, mm. in the entire European reptile scene, he was quite well known. Uh, the American reticulate python scene, uh, a lot of people knew him because of the group, where he was yeah. always quite vocal, uh, very loud uh direct did didn't shun away from uh speaking his mind, stepping on toes, and just basically telling people to do one.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how did you get to know him, Kevin? Uh
4: I've actually met him through the reticulate Python uh groups uh back then uh I attended a summer barbecue event uh, in the UK, where he was as well. That was the first time I met him in person. Hit it off quite well, and basically never looked back from there on. Quickly grew to become really good friends, uh, to the point that it was basically uh, a brother from another mother.
2: Yeah. Yeah uh oh. you there Kevin
4: yeah, I'm still here
2: yeah, you're there bud and then and then obviously you you, you went um <clears throat> through that journey together and then do do you want to talk a little bit about sort of like his mental health issues um was you aware of them at the time
3: kevin
4: i I've always been aware of them, and uh with him it was uh he was quite uh open about well at least to the people he considered friends, he was quite open that uh he had his demons and he was fighting his demons, but what they were exactly um, he was quite close about that. Uh to some he um, spoke about certain things and to others he spoke about others uh other things and they never really uh overlapped so what it was exactly that he was struggling with um if you ask the one uh, uh, one of his friends uh, they will say he was struggling with that, another one will say no, he wasn't struggling with that he had that on the control it was debt. it it was he kept that to himself while being quite open about struggling with his mental health and that's thing I've seen with quite a few people that they're open about um, struggling with something but being close about what it is exactly that they're struggling with mm-hmm. and uh, a, lot the, he, a lot of
1: the times it's 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 all of the above isn't it yeah.
4: a lot of yeah. times it's, it's just everything it's quite just, quite, quite know, often it is yeah
1: and you, and you can't put your finger on one thing it's just everything everything is
3: yeah. you're fighting
1: it you're fighting it you're fighting it and then one day it's just Everything comes crashing down. You've had enough, and you know, like you said, you can't you can't put your finger on one thing. It's just all of it.
4: Yep.
2: Did you did you see um, a decline uh, in his mental health up to sort of like when when he did, when he took his own life, Kevin?
4: No, w- with him uh, it had its ups uh, up and downs. Uh, uh, One week he could be the life of the party, the next week uh, he'd still act the life of the party but if you knew him a bit closer you could tell he was uh, down and not feeling uh, himself. And the next week he was up there again. And and actually by the time uh, we were running up to closer to the date of... um, him uh, deciding to take this way out he actually, at least to me and quite a few of his other friends, he had a uh, a line up then he went down for a bit and he was just coming back up it seemed again
3: Mm -hmm.
2: but
4: yeah it's not something uh, people I don't think anybody saw it coming at that point
2: yeah, and that's usually the case, isn't it? You know, you don't expect it. It's um, <clears throat> People don't start shouting about things um, when, they're, when they're about to do something like that. Um, if, and, until, uh, it's, until it's you know, too it's, late, you know. Right, and you know. it's just it's yeah. an absolute tragedy. Yeah. Definitely.
4: And, and even when it's already too late and things are uh, put in motion, uh, the people that really intend to go through with it, they, they won't shout, they'll uh, make, make their peace with people, uh, yeah. not even say their goodbyes, but make sure they end on good terms with the people they care about, and then just get it over with, because they made that choice, and um, yeah. the people that start screaming, it's usually a last desperate cry for attention. And yeah. I'm saying usually because it's that's not the case with everyone, but no. that's as a rule of thumb you can uh, put it like that. That the people who are screaming about it uh, is a cry for attention, and mm-hmm. as long as they get that attention, yeah, uh, at that point they'll see that as a way to get attention that they normally don't get. So they'll keep bringing it back up. And um, not really progress from there. Should just get stuck in that loop.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we we spoke earlier on the podcast before you come on about one of our listeners, um, Sean Clemens, and and you know. He sort of like did something similar. He sort of like made his peace with everybody, and and that was it. He was gone, and uh, he, yeah. he took a, a huge overdose. And if it wasn't for the sake of a a friend being quick and and getting round there, you know, he 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 wouldn't be here anymore. And um, yeah, thank we're thankful that that he is, and uh, you know, we all said we'll give him the support he needs. You know, we're always here for him to talk to if he needs to talk to anybody, mm-hmm. um, and and you know, we say that to all of our listeners. You know, just inbox us. You know, we'll 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 speak to you. You know, no problem at all. Whatever time of night it is, you know, um, we we will, we will try our damnedest to help you. Um, even if we could offer you support networks, you know, we've trained people. We're not trained counsellors, but having a couple of ears to listen and, and ask the right questions, um, sometimes is all it needs. Mm-hmm.
4: That's exactly the post I made like a week, a week and a half ago or something on the community group. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to be a trained counselor to save somebody from going down that road.
1: No. Absolutely.
4: Uh, all you need to do is be there, listen and actually uh, show an interest that the people actually feel listened to and that they actually have somebody that's interested in what they're trying to say. Uh, somebody that's listening and even with the simplest hey uh, how are you and not mm-hmm. going on after they say fine not going on with what you wanted to say but actually asking them that uh, a simple follow-up question like uh, what you but, uh, you're fine okay but what you been up to today what you've been doing lately Mm -hmm. Something as simple as that can make somebody feel that they're listened to and actually somebody's interested in them, they're not facing everything alone and with something as simple as that, that for a lot of people sounds like nothing, you can actually save somebody from going down a road like that.
1: Yeah. I think yes, I'm, it doesn't it doesn't take a lot.
0: Yeah, I think that's what that it. Mike said the other day, is that we're born with two ears and one mouth, which means that listening is more important than talking. Um and in this in this breath, obviously with people who, who are suffering, um, you know, the um I don't know how, how the best way to put it, is you know, they know what they need to say, they know what they want to say, but it dances beyond the it dances beyond the teeth. It doesn't come out. Um, you know, it just takes that one person that is willing to listen or show that they are willing to listen. And, yeah. you know, that gives them the opportunity, which might just prise their teeth open just a little bit so they can, you know, bring those words out. Yeah. Yeah. And,
2: yeah. <clears throat> I mean, this is quite a, 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 an uncomfortable question, Kevin, but looking back now, um, is there anything you would have done differently? Um, you know, had you have known, I suppose, if you would have been, you'd have been asking, you know, the questions and, and sort of, like, trying to get him to open up?
4: Uh, no, because I always uh, tried getting him to uh, open up about things, uh, ask for help uh, if he needed it, yeah, uh, so. be there w- when he wanted to talk, and... Um, Even though one of our last conversations uh, wasn't a usually happy uh, uh, type of conversation, um, I still wouldn't change it because I've always been honest, open and uh, supportive. While the moment somebody makes up his mind about uh, going down this road, um, no matter what you say, what you do, once they've really made up their mind, uh, yeah. there's no pulling them back. Yeah. And uh, that's what I always uh, said in this case. And um, as a kid, I lost a uh, couple of more friends to similar cases yeah, uh, in my early teens. Kevin, yeah, And, and I've... Um, the thing I've always said I hope that by trading this life for the next if there's a next life I hope they found the piece that I couldn't find in this life yeah. and that's basically all you can do uh, try and make people who um, feel unheard make them feel hurt, uh, listen to them talk to them uh, Offer the support you can offer and that's basically all you can do. You can't do anything more. You can't force them to open up. You can't force them to um, accept help. Uh, They need to want that help as well. So, yeah, no, no, there's not, I wouldn't say I would have done anything uh, different.
2: Was was he getting help um, outside of the sort of like his friendship group? I mean, uh, professional help, Kev, Kevin. Uh,
4: not that I'm aware of, but okay. he was a guy that um, boxed uh, everything in his life off from each other. So, um, for instance, if he p- uh, placed you in the reptile box. Uh, you could talk reptiles with him all day, but he'd never never talk about uh, family or okay. something yeah. else that he boxed in another box. So that's a question I actually can't answer because he never spoke to me about that. And mm-hmm. I know there were uh, more friends uh, of his and uh, people that... Uh, I wasn't friends with back then, uh, sh- still not with some of them uh, because I've never met them, never properly spoke to them, but I know they offered him support. No, there are quite a few mutual friends of ours. He used to air his mind out to that offered him support. And even then, yeah, at one point, if the chaos in your head is so big that... Uh, you make the decision that this is the only way to find a piece that you can' find well, yeah, then this happens,
2: yeah, absolutely, and it all depends with different types of you know, issues, and I'm not just going to say mental health, because some people take their own life, not through mental health, it might be they've split up, they've come out of a relationship, and they just can't exactly. seem to carry it. I lost a, a good friend of mine, exactly for that, 24 years old, um, split up from a, a long term relationship, um, decided to go, sort of like, go right. Uh, all his savings and went to Australia for 12 months and literally the week before he come home must have thought right I'm just having one last blowout and the week before he come home unfortunately um, he he took his own life and you know I think that's you know those are the people that you're probably going to have more success with talking to um, you know and trying to bring them round but again it's also very very tough and um you know, it's hard trying to read people's minds because, like you say, he was partying the week before, yeah. life and soul of the party. He was very much the life and soul of the party um, and, and now, unfortunately, he's no longer with us.
4: I mean, we, we, with, in his case, we had a barbecue event in the over the weekend and uh, he was the life of the party, the centre of the party and uh, a few d- days later... Um, he went this route and uh, nobody will be able to tell you if he made his mind up before that barbecue event or after or uh, whatever actually Mm -hmm. drove him to it but something did and it could be that he made his mind up like a month before and he was like I'm gonna do that barbecue. Gonna see uh, a lot of friends. Uh, go out on a on a good note,
3: Yeah and
4: after that, just end it. Or it could be in the spur of the moment. And to be fair, that's anyone's guess. Yeah, absolutely.
2: What a shame. Tragic story, mate. But um, fair play to you for being there for him. Um, You know, and uh, it's just, again, you know, I mentioned earlier, 84 men take their life uh, every single week, 12 a day, Um, and for every one that take their life, 20 people attempt to take their life, which is, um, you know incredible statistics when you think about sort of like the world we live in and and what's happening you know if you you look
4: at those numbers you say for everyone that takes every uh, person that takes his life 20 attempted and that's just the numbers we know of how many attempts don't we know of those numbers are probably way higher and I don't mean like 5 or 10 higher I'm talking about A multitude, because most people after a failed attempt won't seek help, won't seek, uh, seek counselling. An attempt won't necessarily bring you to hospital. Um, And when we say attempt, I I personally think it will be a multitude.
2: Yeah, and then when we say attempt, you know, that's not trying and, and, and then getting found and saying you could just change your mind last second, that's an attempt as well, exactly. isn't it? You know, now, who you, you are those coach, people, who are they going to tell anybody about what yeah. they've just tried to do or was about to you, do? You
4: can, stand, you can stand on the edge of a rooftop, on the edge of a, a bridge, on the side of the rail, uh, rail track and just watch the world go by and after five minutes, ten minutes, ten hours, think, no, I'm not doing it, and it's still a failed attempt. Yeah. And those are the ones you never hear hear about, and they'll never be uh, in those statistics. So that's why I'm saying the 20 to every successful, I think it's actually a multitude of that that we don't know of.
2: Mm Mhm. 100%, yeah. Okay, well look, obviously, um, our thoughts are with uh, with Anthony's family, um, uh, Sean, um, you know, from all of us at Reptile and Chill and our community, um, you know, it's glad, to, uh, we're really glad that we're, you know, you're messaging us and we're talking to you, um, so we're wishing you a, a speedy recovery, mate, and we really, really do hope that you get all the help um, that you deserve, pal. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> with all that uh, said and done, obviously, just moving on with the podcast and and just getting back to yourself and and your collection and your reptiles, um, Kevin. Um, sort of like, where are you now with with regards to your collection? Um, what's your favourite sort of like uh, uh, venomous animals that you've got at the moment that you enjoy um, keeping?
1: Yeah, swerve it. I'm um, swerve. Just talk about anything. I'm glad you stay stay composed, Mike, because I've just sat here in in tears for the last 10 minutes. Yeah, it's uh,
4: it's a hard subject, but it's uh, a subject that is good to talk about and get out in the open. And Mm -hmm. uh, you guys know I wasn't big on coming on the podcast, at least definitely not for a full show. But uh, knowing up front that we were going to do uh, this subject, that's one of the main reasons I actually said yes. I'm not a fan of being in the spotlight or whatever, but. Oh, I don't, I don't uh, know, know about
0: shop... that, Kev. I don't <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> I,
4: I, I like to be in the spotlight in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's usually
4: not a positive <clears throat> way that I'm in the spotlight. <laughs> but re-
2: we are really glad that you have come on, mate. Because honestly, you're talking about your collection and how you got into it, and and you know you're a really knowledgeable person, and um, <clears throat> it is fantastic listening to you talk about about your collection and uh, and the hobby.
4: Well, that's one of the things I um, hear people say more often. You're a knowledgeable person. Uh, you know this. You know that. Uh, well, and I'm, uh, my sh- go to reply, and uh, the one that I actually mean from the bottom of my heart, I'm just the next idiot that keeps animals in cages for my own pleasure. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I think,
3: yeah, I think and that's bit, what, uh, what uh, we yeah.
4: all do. Uh, I believe it was Hoss who made a post recently about uh, if he could keep animals ethically or morally. Yeah. And. I said it on there uh, as well. Uh, We're all selfish bastards keeping animals in cages for our own pleasure. Uh, It's just some of us acknowledge that it's a selfish thing to do, and the others are still in the now, but it's uh, in our nature as humans because we're a selfish species. Look what we do to the entire fucking planet. We're a (coughs) selfish species. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah
4: in this regards as well and I wouldn't change it for the world because I take so much pleasure from it but I do acknowledge it
2: yeah absolutely and you know if we try and change something slightly whether it's within the hobby or the way we live to try and help the environment then you know if everybody did that throughout the world um, and acknowledged the way how selfish we are the world would definitely be a better place
4: Yeah, the world would be a better place, and um, the thing is, I often hear people say, uh, save the world, uh, this, that. The, th- the thing is, we're not even destroying the world or killing the world, because the world was here way before we came around, and it will we'll be here millions and millions and millions of years after we're gone. We're just destroying Destroying our own environment to live in and that of many other species with us. And if it was just our own habitat, I wouldn't be fussed. I'd be like, ah, fuck it. We're only impacting ourselves. But the fact that it's taking its toll on a lot of other species, uh, that's the thing that bugs me. Even though I do realize that I'm a part of the problem myself because... I'm a selfish bastard, I'm human, we're all selfish, yeah, even yeah. though a lot of us try not to be, and or try to uh, at least tone it back a little bit, none of us manage to tone that back completely and that's something...
2: We all still uh, want our creature comforts, don't we?
4: Yeah, yeah exactly, mm-hmm. and that's something we, we need to make, we need to acknowledge for ourselves, <laughs> at least in my mind, yeah, no absolutely. one is half the battle after all.
1: Yeah absolutely. yeah, absolutely, definitely.
4: Yeah,
2: you're right, Dan.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm a just... deep
2: one tonight. It's a it's a tough one, it's but a... we we said it's going to be tough, but we're going to do it, guys. And you know, <laughs> uh, uh, we've, got, we've got to we kind of practice what we preach and.
0: Yeah, yeah um, man,
1: definitely.
0: I was one step ahead of you, mate. I muted my microphone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did for a bit. I must admit, it's 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 hard as well because you say you, you know, you got two ears. I've only got one, so I've got to listen double.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have only got one ear. Bless you. <laughs> Oh. And do
2: you know it's ever so funny because you were saying, "Oh, Michael, you stayed composed." I actually find myself better because um, you know how emotional I am. I'm much better if I'm asking the questions. Uh, it's a bit of a focus for me. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm sat there listening, um, yeah, I I, uh, I get quite emotional quite easily. So
1: yeah, yeah, uh, you've
2: pretty, <clears throat> you pretty much carried this whole podcast. I'm not going to
0: lie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, we so. I'm not going to spoil it for Danny, but the song that we've chose for this week's podcast, mate, it's going to murder me.
1: Yeah, I can't. I'm going to have to switch off. I'm not going to be able to listen. To it. Do you know? Do you know what? I mean, I'll, I'll say this now, but the first time I saw them perform the song, I was absolutely glued. I don't know if you've actually seen them perform it. Like yeah, the first you, time they sent me the video, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I literally sank into my chair yeah, ev- and I... Every, I yeah.
0: every single hair in my body I stood bawled. up.
1: Mm. Yeah, I had tears in my beard. It was that bad. <laughs> and I am i kid you not, I can't listen to that song now. And I'm talking every single time this happens. I cannot listen to the whole song without getting a tear. I cannot do it. I can't do it. I don't, it just gets me. Um. But yeah, I'll, it's, you know, yeah, it's the, the listeners will find out later.
0: On. It's the words as well, and the video that you sent me as well. I think it's worth putting that up on the page. Um, I think the well, back, yeah. the backstory, yeah, and having it all explained as well, and then you listen to the yeah, song. Which I will, oh my god!
1: Yeah, which I will explain to you know all the listeners yeah, and, um, a little bit later. But yeah, all that combined is it just is powerful, real powerful. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well look, um I know it's sort of like coming to that point now where we're uh, where we're gonna boot the uh the Dutch Viking off. Um oh, I've been th- I've been looking forward to that. <laughs> um, uh, I mean just so more, you can but... stop
4: crying like a little bitch, isn't
3: it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin, sort of like just before we do boot you off, what sort of like uh, what have you got anything planned for the future? Whether it's with your reptiles, with your business, or um, uh, do you want to just sort of like close out on that? Uh, I.
4: D- I d- I never really bother making plans uh, far into the future. I'm um, always the type that says live in the here and the now Mm -hmm. um, because you never know uh, when it's over. And um, some of you guys uh, know this. I've had a car crash myself four and a half years ago that I fall asleep behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. um drove into a massive tree at 40 miles an hour, mm. hit it uh, straight on the driver's side uh, headlight, had the engine block on my lap, well where my lap was supposed to be because um, my left femur broke in half, um, mm-hmm. came uh, slid past, the two half slid past each other a little bit. Uh, my left knee was completely shattered. Took them four and a half hours in the hospital to rebuild it. No. And uh, took the fire department uh, nearly an hour to cut me out of it. Oh, and no. uh, that was a crash that uh, about 99% of the time the fire department arrives at a crash that a car looks that bad, um, they don't find any uh, anybody alive. Uh, my memory blocked out everything. Uh, the first three days I uh, was in uh, the intensive care unit, started off at high intensive care, went down to normal intensive care. Uh, the only damage uh, done was my left leg somehow. Well, I had two cuts on uh, my knuckles of my left hand where I hit the windshield and I had some bruises from the seatbelt and some minor burns in my face from the airbag and that's it. And I didn't remember a thing. I had a steel frame sticking out of my leg to keep everything in place because they didn't rebuild it till five days after the crash. And, oh. uh, Was that to get, par- just to
2: keep you stable, mate, before you yep. went under the op? Yeah
4: just to make sure I didn't ruin my leg any further with movements so they just mm-hmm. fixated my leg with that mm-hmm. and uh, apparently I don't remember this because I was so high on morphine I only remember a few snippets of the first three days in the intensive care unit um, I didn't think anything was wrong with me. Remember, I had a steel frame sticking out of my leg with pins uh, bolted down to the bone, going into my leg, bolted down to the bone, so I didn't move anything. I didn't think there was anything wrong with me, apparently, or so I'm told. Uh, I wanted to go home because nothing happened until my uh, younger brother showed me a picture of my car on his uh, phone, uh, how they found me. And right. at that moment, I realized uh, that I was lucky to, uh, later in the intensive care unit, and uh, not be down in the basement with a label around my big toe. <laughs>
3: yeah. And
4: uh, that's right. also the moment that my entire life flashed before my eyes. You often hear people say that when they have a near-death experience. I didn't have a near-death yeah. experience at that mo- uh, moment. But all the important things in my life uh, flashed by. And apparently I was silent for a minute to two minutes and uh, just zoned out. And the moment I zoned back in, the first thing, uh, words out of my mouth were like, oh, but I had a good life. Gosh. And that's basically why I always say uh, and try and live that way myself, uh, live in the now, Uh Make that mistake. Uh, do what you want to do. Uh, try what you want to try. It's better to try and fail than to live with regret. But and thinking to yourself, but what if? Yeah. Because yeah. if you try and fail, yeah. at least you'll never have the, have that what if, and you'll just be like, oh, so that happened. That was a fail. I learned a lesson.
2: Yeah. It's good. Good way of thinking.
4: And that's why I don't really plan ahead all that much, and I just do what I enjoy doing. Uh, also, why even though you guys think the Dutch always have a big pile of money in their pocket, mine's usually <laughs> empty, because I don't really give a shit about money. I uh, You can take it to the grave, but mm-hmm. your, the memories you make, last you to eternity
2: yeah absolutely yeah
4: and uh, that's a thing uh, that's one of the reasons that plans nah, I don't really do plans I, I've actually uh, two weeks ago I bought concert tickets for a concert in November and that's usually the furthest I plan ahead <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Brilliant Right,
4: okay. But before
2: you go, um, do you want to give me a quick sort of like what, what your business is? Um, I know you've just explained what it's called uh, and if anybody's interested, how they can get in touch with you. Uh, the
4: the business part for uh, for me, the, the, that's not int- uh, interesting because it's so far uh, removed from the reptile
3: industry. That's fine, mate.
4: And mo- most of your listeners are uh, UK based, so... That's not really interesting for them. Okay.
2: (laughs) No, that's fair enough, mate. I thought I'd give you the opportunity. (laughs) You'd actually find our our listeners, uh, I think we've got more, is it American listeners now than we have UK, Hoss?
0: Yes. um, 54% of the listeners are American, apparently. So
2: there you go. That, we're behind, then, we're
0: behind on
4: the but let's let's even not further away. Stereo, <laughs> <then> not, <laughs> let, let's not get into the stereotypes that you hear about Americans on the most most of the European UK-based groups, because yeah. you'll lose that listener count really quickly. Yeah, I, think we need to, I think we need to boot
0: him <laughs> off right now quickly. All right then, come <laughs> to you. Later? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm actually one of the defenders of the Yanks usually because I know quite a few American keepers who are actually great keepers and not the top aware. Let's see how many snakes I can stuff in small shoeboxes type. (laughs) And people people forget that you only see the loud idiots. And I won't throw out names, but we all know one that loves his his face with that ponytail on the top of his head.
0: (laughs) Where it's
3: supposed (laughs) to (laughs) be. Yeah,
4: exactly. (laughs) It's just a shame that it's attached to him. (laughs) 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 And that's just a poster boy for all American keepers over here, so... Most American uh, yeah. keepers will know exactly who I'm talking about, yeah, and we've... will share the hatred towards towards the idiot. Most British yeah.
1: people will know as well.
4: <laughs> yeah, we've
2: had
1: we've had oh, quite a few Americans on the
2: podcast, and they've uh, they've all said the same. If I'm honest with you, but uh, yes,
4: I I, I, uh, <clears throat> I don't even listen to the podcast. You guys just call me in.
2: <laughs> yeah, we just, just randomly went through the uh, yeah we randomly went <laughs> through this, the rectal groups. so
4: I went... heard you guys ever talk? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, ah.
0: Anyways, Kev, it's been absolutely fantastic having you on. Thank you for been, opening up. It's been um, emotional, and thank you for making Danny cry. I, r- I owe you a drink for that.
2: <laughs> uh, we can't wait to see you a carpet fest, mate. Oh, we really can't. I
4: uh, I haven't planned the time off yet, but I'm gonna look into that uh, over the next uh, two three weeks uh, if I can get it off, and I'll probably show my ugly mug uh, if I can take the time off and. Uh, Make Danny moist between his legs if I bring the bike over. Uh, yeah,
3: absolutely. Oh, he fantastic. can ride,
4: bitch, li- like the cute little girl he is. I can't
1: wait. I can't wait. I'm gonna hold you. I'm gonna hold you so tight.
4: Only if you whisper sweet nothings in my ear. Absolutely, the whole way. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> See, Danny, Danny doesn't like you when I hold him tight cause it's normally around his throat.
1: Yeah, last last <laughs> time you did that, I thought my head was genuinely going to pop off. <laughs> like, literally. I felt my eyes bulging out. I was like, what the hell is this? The only thing I could do is reach for the nuts. That's the only yeah. thing I could do. <laughs> yeah, wow. the, the nut tactic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: Everybody has their kink, let's keep it at that. <laughs> <laughs> if Danny likes getting strangled out, well, playing with exactly. some nuts, that's, that's his <laughs> thing. not yeah. shame in.
1: Add a little <laughs> bit of snuff to it, we're good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well,
4: let, 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 let's not start about kinks because it came up uh, uh, about a post uh, yesterday or two days ago that was saying go to Urban Dictionary. Uh, and put in the search bar dirty with your name after it mm-hmm. trust me don't do it I'm still traumatized what came <laughs> up with my? what did <laughs> yours say Kev Come on. Um, I'm still traumatized there might be <laughs> under 18s listening to this so I'm not going <laughs> to repeat that on here
1: maybe, maybe we um, should just google it ourselves
4: I refuse to screenshot it that's how bad it was are okay. curious enough, make sure you have a have a cute little puppy ready to cuddle.
3: <laughs> that you're in a
4: safe space. Because you're going to need it if, if you Google mine.
2: Oh, brilliant. Well, on that note then, mate, we're going to say one thing. <laughs> Love you, bye. Love you,
1: bye. Love you, bye. Hate you guys! Bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear, idea?
1: Oh right there. Wow! Man. What a lad. Um, yeah. I have, I have just um, googled that, and I strongly suggest not to.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh oh God, he, is he, he that, was, that he,
1: bad. Even if he, you're saying that. He wasn't joking. <laughs> right, there's a oh few Can you there's screen, a few different ones. Screenshot it and send it, mate. Oh my <laughs> god.
3: <laughs> oh.
1: What the hell? No, that's not right. Come on. I'm, the, uh, Come I'm, on. The, I'm reading it. I'm I'm on the fourth. I'm on the fourth. What the actual what do, you, no, what do you do? You write in
2: dirty and so
1: then di- type in on Google. I don't. Yeah, I don't even think we should tell the listeners to do this. No, type honestly, Google bad, bad. Urban Dictionary dirty Kevin, <laughs> and then don't thank me later.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Unshowered. <laughs> what a thought. And then just click on <laughs> Urban Dictionary.
2: <laughs> Oh yes, there's a bit of teabagging going on.
3: Oh, God. <laughs> what?
2: oh gosh, yes, you can't. Uh, yeah, you can't be saying anything like that, right? Then let's move swiftly on, on I the worst yeah <laughs> yes yes oh, um, <clears throat> guys are you, are you okay obviously uh, you know we knew it, this was going to be a tough old show tonight and uh, like you say we, we did really really want to talk about it's something that all three of us are massively passionate about because you know it's affected us in one way or another um, throughout our lives. So, um, so yeah, you know, and fair play to Kevin um, for coming on and, and, and opening up the way he did because, um, you know, some people might think he's he, – I think people that have got a different perception of him um, from him being on their podcast um, and actually hearing what he's genuinely like.
3: Definitely. And, right.
2: You know, he comes across really, really well, doesn't he? The way he loves his animals, he doesn't want to sort of like, you know, be the show off when it comes to sort of like his animals. But, um, God, his knowledge is unbelievable.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Right. Um, we're not doing Agony Danny this week. No? No, no. no let's no. I think keep it I for think next we week. Can, um, yeah. Absolutely. I think of, uh, I think poor old Danny's too emotionally spent to be moaning now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but b- before I go on to the outro, I do want I do want to say one thing. Um, I ordered KFC earlier. Yeah. And uh don't, no, don't laugh. This is this
1: is serious. This is really serious. Oh, no. It is serious. It is serious. Honestly, the one serious yeah.
2: podcast that we're having, and I thought he's not going to bring food up in it, and here he goes. Right, and, <laughs> it they ride at the you'll, end. You'll be
0: proud of me. Right, well, I was only ordering <laughs> for one. I didn't buy a family bucket. I didn't do it. <laughs> I ordered a two-piece meal with chips mm. and a Seven Up.
2: Mm-hmm. What came, Hoss?
0: Oh. <laughs> so the Uber Eats driver turned up and gave me my brown bag. Mm-hmm. And I took it into the kitchen, rather excitingly. Mm-hmm. And I pulled out the 7-Up. And mm-hmm. I pulled out the chips. Mm-hmm. And there was no fucking chicken.
2: <laughs> oh, do you know what? That <laughs> Uber driver's lucky he got away, isn't he? <laughs>
5: Oh,
0: it's, oh. oh my God! I mean, so right, let me explain this one. Right. No, no, let me explain this right. <laughs> I wanted KFC. That KFC stands for Kentucky Fried Chicken, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> if I wanted fucking chips and a Seven Up, I'd have either cooked them myself or gone down to the fucking chippy at the top of the road, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, just open call out to kfc KFC,
0: you've not just let yourself down you've <laughs> let me down the podcast <laughs> down and every other chicken finger licking motherfucker in the world down i want i want to written i want to written apology
2: a big what one. did you go and do straight after that then hoss just settle with the chips, and they're your seven
0: up. No, so I went on to um, I rang them up, and I was like, "You have to ring um, Uber Eats." So I contacted Uber Eats, and they wanted to refund me for the chicken. I was like, "You can't do that." I want the chicken. He goes, "No, no, I sir, you can't do that." So they refunded me the entire order. So I, I ordered Dixie Chicken instead. <laughs>
1: what? what so the so they said they told you they couldn't do that. No. What? I don't understand, mate. I was too hungry to argue. That's horrendous. Yeah. We forgot your chicken, but actually we're not going to send it back out to you because, no. Yeah.
2: So then he had a family bucket from Dixie Chicken instead.
0: <laughs> yeah, I about, would have gone overboard It was about well. the same, same price, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Right then. Yeah, right. That is I was going to yawn because I'm tired.
2: Because you're talking. So he, he's been quiet the whole podcast. <laughs> I am talking. Hasn't Hasn't has
0: Yeah, <laughs> hasn't yawned yet I have been yawning I'll just keep muting my microphone Um, (laughs) so obviously tonight's episode has been a bit um, a bit deep and a bit unemotional Um, Mm -hmm. if there's anyone listening out there that has been touched by what we've spoke about tonight um, or possibly feels that they need a bit of help or need someone to talk to um, our doors are always open Um, if you I'm going to put Mike on the spot in a minute now Um, if you do don't want to talk to us and you want to talk to maybe a professional um, Mike's going to give you some information now regarding who you can talk to
2: Uh, you have put me on the spot (laughs) Um, (laughs) do you know what as well I'm a work computer I've got them all but um, there's some absolutely fantastic organisations I say um, there's an app called Hub of Hope which is a fantastic app. Um, you just click, you can put your postcode in, or you can put my location, and it will come up with all the local support groups. So <clears throat> for me, that's an, that's an easy win, because an app on your phone, click on it. There is also a chat button. If you click that button, you will be put through to um, to, a, to a trained professional um that that will talk to you um there's a number of other different organizations mind which kevin spoke about earlier so if you type in mind um on uh, into google you they will come up or or whatever your um your search network is um there is another one called papyrus p a p y r u s um who are a, a fantastic organization um that are great with young kids or young people um that are struggling with mental health um but yeah I, I haven't got the numbers on me but what i will do and i promise i'll do this um i will put a list of all the support groups uh onto our facebook page with all their contact details
3: mm-hmm.
0: well, thank yeah, you good you good did quite well idea. then considering I can see to put you on the spot
2: <laughs> <laughs> i can always pull it off mate me you know that know, with a gob that big
3: right okay
0: so just before danny introduces this week's song um thank you for tuning in thank you for listening if you are looking for other platforms to listen to the podcast on you can check it out on itunes spotify google podcasts and most other podcasting platforms Uh, carpet fest is the 3rd of august and alongside the tickets our merchandise is available on reptileandchill.bigcartel.com and if you've been touched by tonight's episode and you do wanna help, you can head over head, blah, 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 head on over to our Just Giving page. That is justgiving.com forward slash fundraising, forward slash reptile and chill. And you know, if you can chuck a couple of quid our way to help raise money for mental health UK, we'd really appreciate that.
2: Um mm-hmm. Hoss, just want to have a because we're they were basically for Mental Health UK, we're gonna do all the money we raise, but we're keeping it going up until uh, after Carpet Fest, aren't we? Yeah, so and I then we'll we put that donation forward. Yep, yeah,
0: definitely. And on that note, Danny, what's 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 going on today?
1: Well um I, in in keeping with tonight's podcast, um you know, if if you haven't if you haven't been uh, reduced to tears yet, um, I'm pretty confident this one's going to do it. Um, for for anyone out there who's seen or, or watches um, America's Got Talent, um, probably would have seen it. Um, yeah, America's Got Talent. You know, <laughs> sometimes they do throw up. You know, some absolutely amazing acts, um, and and for me, this was one of them. Yeah. Um I'm absolutely baffled that we got the permissions and that to use this. Um is an absolute cracker of a song. Um so the songs by We 3 Um they're three siblings, uh, two two brothers and a sister. Um and basically um their their mum Got cancer, and in her um, final, uh, I, th- I think I, th- I think final couple of weeks or final couple of months, um, she started a diary um, of of everything she felt and everything she was going through, <clears throat> and um, obviously wrote about her kids and her family and you know everything that was going on and all her emotions and all that good stuff. And after she passed, um, obviously they had to clean out, clean, you know, her bits and pieces, get and get it all together. And um, the the kids found the diary, um, and basically started writing music, from or you know, started writing lyrics and for their music um, using. Clips and pieces from that diary, mm-hmm. um, so it's almost like it's A almost like her, to their
2: mum. Yeah, the yeah,
1: Yeah, final. It's almost like her, her th- feelings and thoughts were. Yeah, were. Yeah, and and it was like living on through their music. Um, and I, I watched the show, you know, their their first um performance on the show, and by this time I've already got. A slight tear in my eye I was like oh you, you know and, and I was you know really hoping that the song was going to be good and lo and behold they absolutely smashed it um, wow. really brilliant performance um, really lovely people as well um, and and yeah this is um, um, this is the first song that they um, sort of opened up with on the show Um and i i think i really really do think you you guys will like it i know you guys have um yeah. heard it and absolutely loved it didn't you yeah absolutely
0: i've, I've got to admit the entire album is brilliant
1: yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's it is so so good um i'm not 100% sure how <clears throat> um how far they got on the show um because i i stopped i stopped watching it um. But yeah, they, you know, um, you know, go listen, go and listen to them. Yeah, regardless um, of that, they go, well, they're going to go far, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent. Um, you know, I want to, I, I, um, I want to give, um, sort of. Well,
0: Danny, mate, you've dropped out. Oh, can
1: Danny. you hear me?
0: Oh,
3: you're yeah, not. you're back mate. Sorry, Sorry. You was just
1: I just wanted to give yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to give um sort of full credit to the band uh, and the distributors um which are um Orchard Enterprises. Um, yeah, right. yeah for for you know let us use it and, and that and you know um I've been speaking to their um record label, uh, Michaela her name is, from the record label. Um and she's been absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, within within five minutes, she'd basically, you know, sent me the song and said, "I'm really happy for you guys to use it. I love what you're doing." Blah blah blah. Um, so yeah, that was really really nice. Superb. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: What? Right, um. So yeah. Well, that's it from us three emotional wrecks.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I. Probably- and good night. I can only apologize in advance for this. Oh, <laughs> good night, we'll
5: we'll you bye. You. We'll bye. Honey, I thought you should know that I'm in a hurry. I've got to move up north. It's just temporary. I really tried not to lie, but this burden's getting heavy. No, you can't come with me this time. You got your own destiny. Yeah. When I look at you, I see old. Now my baby boy is gonna lose me But heaven's not too far away I know someday you'll visit And I didn't think you'd go this way Can I please have one more minute? No honey, I don't wanna go Please know that I have to Look how the cancer is gone I think it's time I go home Yes, I can still hear your voice Sounds just like it did And I can still feel your hand When it touches my skin But heaven's not too far away I know someday you'll visit This way, can I please have one more minute?
3: I gave you life, now you
5: gotta watch you leave my eyes. But everything's not too far away, I know some days. is fading Each breath getting harder I can hear the tears coming from my daughter Until we're older brother He's thinking back when he was younger When he had a healthy mother Who asked him to take care of his little brother And he's not really sure about it and how could any of this be right But I know my babies, they will be fine Cause they can't talk to me anytime Cause if not too far away I know someday you'll visit I've gotta
3: move up north, but it's just temporary.